Good afternoon and welcome to Kingdom Vessels. Today we're in Romans, the 12th chapter, starting at about verse 9, going through 21. And we're going to talk about what it really means to be a kingdom vessel. Not just that we are vessels of honor, dishonor, we belong to God and therefore we're destined for the kingdom, but to get down at another level, to get intricate with it, to get the details of it, to determine the coal dust that made the diamond, amen, where the pressure was that made the diamond out of the lump of coal. And here we find glory to God. It says, let love be without dissimulation. First of all, that means hypocrisy, pretense, being fake, being cold and insincere. Abhor that which is evil, that which is contrary to the word of God, that which is not of God ought to turn your stomach. It ought to be repulsive to you. Cleave to that which is good. Now, we've been talking about cleaving recently when we talked about being purposeful of heart and cleaving. And we come out to cleaving to that which is good means cleaving to that which is God. Amen. Because God is good. Be kindly affection one to another. In other words, be concerned about somebody more than yourself. Have compassion and honor preferring one another. The word of God talks about charity or love. And it says love does not seek its own, but the other person's good. Not slothful in business. That would be like those guys that were money changers in the temple. They were slovenly. They had animals that were lame, halt, blind, that was contrary to the word of God, selling it to the people, which was a really abhorrent practice, and then getting the money for it. And Jesus changed all that when he turned over their tables. Fervent in spirit, we walk not, we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And to be fervent in the spirit, not just kind of lukewarm. He said, if you were cold or hot, neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out. Serving the Lord, of course, we're doing it all to the glory of God. Verse 12, rejoicing in hope. Things may not ever be the way you think they should be in the time that you think that they should be, but you should still rejoice. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Patient in tribulation. Now, there's one that hit us all like a brick in the mouth. Patient in tribulation, not murmuring, not complaining, not wrestling with God consistently and constantly, but going about your business the way that you would normally got it, go about it knowing that God's got this and God's got you. Continuing instant in prayer. In other words, it should be constantly in you, flowing out of you, praying without ceasing, and to be instant, to be quick about it. It doesn't consist of the multiplicity of words. It consists in what's in the heart. Distributing to the necessity of the saints. Now, that's in Acts 1 through Acts chapter 4. You find that those that had much took it and sold it and shared so that nobody did without. Given to hospitality. It's one thing to say, I care about the poor. I pray about the poor. I pray about the condition. But open up your doors to somebody. Be willing to entertain. Be willing to share. Be willing to bring in the man or woman of God. Look how fervent that widow and her husband were 
in the Old Testament that built the room on top of the house for Elijah. Now that is given to hospitality so that every time he came through, he would be able to stay there. Distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Now this one is a double brick in the face. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse them not. That's one I have no hard time um, confessing that I'm still growing in. I mean, when people persecute you, particularly if no for no reason, other than, as Jesus said, they persecuted me, so they'll persecute you. They hated me, so they'll hate you. But that's kind of hard to swallow, particularly from people that you have done nothing but good to and for. But we have to grow to that. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. In other words, we care about the condition of our brothers and sisters in Christ and we are one body and therefore what impacts one member impacts all. Be of the same mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, one toward another. Mind not high things. In other words, don't get all up there and think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. But condescend to men of low estate. It's not about what you have or who you are. It's about your ability to reach others. That's all God is looking at. Be not wise in your own conceits. Don't be stuck up. Love is not puffed up. Love does not vaunt or parade itself. Recompense to no man evil for evil. The word of God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay, thus saith the Lord. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. All you have is a good name, according to Proverbs. All you have is your integrity. Don't throw it away. And if it be at all possible, as much as lieth within you is really what it says. Live peaceably with all men. My people shall dwell in peaceable habitations, sure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. In the world you're going to have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. My peace I give you, I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give unto you. So you're going to have some trials, tribulations, struggles. Everything's not going to be a yellow brick road for you as a child of God and an heir to the throne. But he told you, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for what? Thou art with me. And he also said, thou preparest the table for me in the presence of mine enemies. So don't worry about it. Verse 19, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto the wrath, unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. There's an old song that says, I turned it over to the Lord and he worked it out. In other words, he knows what's motivating that person. That person may be hot and, I mean, hurt and lashing out to, at somebody else as opposed to just being mean. It may not be about you at all, the things that they have done. It may be about them just hating themselves or hating their lives, their situation, their circumstances. Verse 20. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. It's going to be difficult for a person to resist love, to resist kindness, and to understand 
why you are being nice to them when they have been so hateful to you. Heaping coals of fire on the head means it's going to heat things up. It's going to make things tough. It's going to make it difficult for them to live under those circumstances. And it's also going to be interesting because God is going to see your Christ-like conduct and he's going to abhor theirs considering he knows what the motivation or their so-called justification for doing you the way that they do is. This one reminds me too of that scripture between husbands and wives where by her good and her chaste conversation, she will be able to uh, win her husband over. This scripture references also Proverbs 25, Proverbs chapter 25, verses 21 and 22. And 25, 25, 21 and 22 tell us that if thine hungry, same verse, thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For you shall heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. God will do good to you because you did good to people who were evil unto you. Now, that's a new way of looking at it. I mean, it's a selfish way if that's the only reason why you're going to be kind to them. But I guess under the circumstances, considering all that some people will put you through, Something is better than nothing. And I don't mean to be flipping saying that. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. In addition, in addition, in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 22, which is also cross-referenced there, it says, And he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. Wouldest thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with thy sword and with thy bow, set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So here it makes it abundantly clear that what God is talking about in Romans 12th chapter verse 20 through the Apostle Paul is those that you have defeated, those that you have conquered, those you have taken captive, you bring them in once you've got them. You don't mistreat them, just like those that joined themselves to the Israelites when they were on their way to the promised land. God said, you shall not mistreat the stranger that's within your gates. And then finally, in verse 21, it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And that's an excellent concept for right now, because when you think about it, there's so much people talk about, oh, there's so much evil in the world. And Oh, it's just so dark, and oh, this must be the second coming of Jesus, and oh, times are so hard, and oh, 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 this and that. But the fact of the matter is, no matter how evil it gets, no matter how dark it gets, no matter how bad it gets, good will conquer. Love will conquer, because both are God, and God has already established himself victorious over our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He beat him and the principalities down and the powers and he took the keys from them of death, hell, and the grave and he brought them back. 
So we don't have to worry about evil, okay? We accept to ask God to keep us from evil, but we don't have to be worried about it. We don't have to fret it. We don't have to fear it because the same keys that he got, he gave to us. And he said, what we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. So there you have it. That is the nature of the character of the composition of a vessel of the kingdom of God. And that's how you become a successive, successful, productive vessel. May this take you through the weekend and bring you joy as you go back and forth and you listen a little more. God bless you in the name of Jesus.